Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of Soul Over Matter Podcast, a podcast for souls along the awakening journey. I am your host, Michelle, and I am in the throes of a complete and utter rebirth of my business. So if you're interested in my offerings, please go to the show notes to see what I'm currently offering right now in this present moment when you are listening to this and tuning in. I do know that I am a digital nomad right now, solo journeying across the U.S., mostly in the Pacific Southwest, and just really learning and unlearning a lot about myself. So today is another short episode. I wanted to share about body, our bodies. I wanted to briefly talk about my own journey with my own body and just Lots of realizations I've had along this self-development journey, self-awareness journey, and our bodies. I mean, if you're listening right now, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, I want you to just touch your body wherever it feels comfortable, wherever you intuitively feel pulled to touch your body and just arrive there for a moment. Like when was the last time you intentionally held your body? Intentionally held your body, not just pleasuring yourself, but intentionally held yourself, hugged yourself, caressed yourself. These bodies are literally it for us this lifetime. Like, have you thought about that? It's just so mind-blowing to me that we go so much of our lives without grounding into our own vessels, this physical, heavy, dense, beautiful body that we have. We're constantly externally looking outwards, right, for um, pleasure or for soothing or for all these things, validation, right? And it's like, when was the last time you just held yourself or you just touched yourself or caressed yourself in a very non, non-sexual way, right? Just a, a comforting, self-soothing way. And whether you're a man or a woman, right? It doesn't matter. It's, it's this energy of ascending, right? On this journey to descend into our body. And I will briefly talk about, maybe I've shared this before, but when I was first on this journey years ago, I did disassociate from my physical body, right? We have mind, body, soul. And I was so consumed by mind, like I was meditating hours upon hours a day. My soul, I was reading books. I was doing all the affirmations, all the spiritual work. And I was still doing yoga, but it wasn't mindful, right? It wasn't conscious. It was just like, okay, I get up for 6 a.m. yoga, six days a week, no big deal. And I remember, and I actually journaled about this. I remember one day in pigeon pose at the end of a yoga class, I I don't remember which hip it was, but I just began caressing my hip and I found myself internally talking to my body and apologizing to her. And I have this letter still. And if this resonates with you, I encourage you to 
to do this, to write a letter to your body. doesn't matter if you're female or male identifying soul. Write a letter to your body and, and also see what it has to say to you, right? What he or she has to say to you because we have a contract with our body. We chose these bodies. We chose every aspect of this journey that we're on. And I just remember, I'll have to see if I find it in one of my journals, I just remember caressing my hip, caressing my thighs in yoga class and just crying and realizing that in the first time in maybe my entire life, I really consciously sat with my body and apologized to her and also shared gratitude for her, right? We are able-bodied people. And if you are not, I'm sending you lots of love too, right? But we are able, able-bodied able people. We have legs, we have arms. Like we forget these things, these bodies, these feet of ours, right? These feet of ours carry us every step of our lives. And I was a very ungrounded person growing up. I, if you listen to the animal communication episode where we channeled my cat angel, I was constantly absorbing my environment and I was constantly disassociating from my environment because I could not handle, because I was so sensitive, I couldn't handle the outward emotions and the heaviness of just life, right? I grew up in New York City and I, I didn't know how to ground into my body, right? I didn't know what meditation was till my 20s. And even then, right, I, I had moments of, of euphoria, of bliss. I would go to classes and yoga and, and feel that, that energy of that, that beta state, right, where you're just in this wave of bliss. But I wasn't empowered enough to have a consistent practice. And... Because of that, and this started back in high school, I remember beginning to turn to food for groundedness. And I do remember, I think it was my early 20s, looking up an Overeaters Anonymous support group. And now I look back and I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't an overeater. I was just trying to ground. And I didn't have the tools to to be in my body, to accept and to move this energy. I would go to the gym, but even the gym, right? Or even working out. And as you get older, I think this naturally happens. You begin to see exercise and and movement as so much more than the physical, right? Than like, oh, I'm doing this to lose 10 pounds or I'm doing this to have my summer bod, you know, right? We're doing it for our mental health. We're doing it for our emotional health. We're doing it to release energy, and it, I would still work out, but it wasn't, it wasn't conscious. It was very um, guilty, right? I'd be like, oh, I have to work out because I ate this or I have to work out because I have to work out. And all throughout my 20s, I unintentionally abused my body, right? I emotionally ate whenever there was big events in my life, stressful ev- events, or I wouldn't eat. It would be this, this um, catch-22. And then there were periods... I remember when I transferred colleges and I became obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with fitness and diet. And I remember taking a fitness through diet class and just becoming immersed in it. 
so much so that a friend was like, Michelle, you can eat those fucking pretzels. Like she called me out because I was just emaciated. I remember going to spring break Puerto Rico with college friends and I look back at those pictures. You can see my ribs. I just wasn't healthy. So coming back to our bodies, right? Beginning or restarting this relationship with our bodies and seeing our bodies as these beautiful vessels, no matter the size, no matter the shape, right? I love there. There's a quote I've, I saw once. I think it was at an ice cream shop of all places. It was like this big hippo, a drawing of a hippo, and it said, "Every space body is a beach body, right? Every all of us are beach bodies. Like, what does it even mean to have a beach body or summer bod, right? It's like these wild standards that society has placed on us and." It's just coming back to the nourishment, right? How we started this episode where I I invited you to hold your body, to touch your body. That's a beautiful way to ground when you are feeling uneasy, when you are feeling like, um, you know, you're not in space. And I would teach this to my students when I was doing speech therapy in person too. Just like hold yourself, right? Like remind yourself. It's like that tactile touch, that that feedback, that sensory feedback of, okay, I'm here. This is, I'm here in space. This is me. This is this space that I'm taking up. And that's actually a sense of ours. One of the, the extended senses, we have like five main ones. And then one is like actually feeling your body in space and just re-inviting in this relationship that our bodies are our vessels, right? There are temples in this lifetime and of course of course balance is key right I'm not saying don't eat cookies and don't have junk food I still enjoy myself and have those pleasures in moderation because hey I mean there's ice cream on this planet for a reason but and I invite you to to reflect on your relationship with your body to reflect on, and that's like the letter as well, reflect on how you have cultivated a relationship with your body. And even if there isn't one right now, how can you begin one? And your body is waiting for you, right? It's this, oh my gosh, I mean, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. I mean, our hearts beat for our entire lives. They never give up on us. Our lungs, each lung, when stretched out, can cover half of a tennis court. So think of that. Your lungs are breathing in a tennis court worth of air or have the capacity to breathe in a tennis court worth of air every single moment. Take a deep breath, right? Come back to the basics. Come back to your body. Maybe you have regrets about your body, right? Maybe you abused your body with drugs or alcohol or sex even or food or, you know, what what have you. It doesn't matter. But our bodies are these amazing, miraculous entities, right? I mean, it's so meta, right? Because scientists literally study our brain, right? They have brains and they are studying the brain and they still haven't fully 
encapsulated what our brains do. Our bodies are so beautiful. And when you begin this turn and this connection, your body will begin to respond to you. And I noticed that when I began the self-awareness journey, I released a lot of stagnant energy. I released a lot of things having to do with my body and emotional eating kind of fell away. It naturally, intuitively fell away because I was nourishing myself. I was able to utilize tools like breath work, journaling, Reiki, meditation, conscious yoga, right? So next time you're even working out, just literally imagining the muscles in your your arms moving, right? The muscles in your legs, your lungs, your organs, like begin consciously connecting to your body and, and create this symbiotic relationship. Your body is waiting, and, and see what happens when you really become conscious. I just imagine the gym. I really haven't, I don't think I've walked into a gym in years, to be honest. Um, but I just feel like the gym sometimes, it's just like these rats. Like people are rats and they're on this wheel and they're not even consciously working out. It's just like to lose five pounds or, or it's out of regret or shame or guilt. And... Next time you are working out, I encourage you to, yeah, connect. Connect with your body, right? Connect with its, its energy, right? We're all energy. Our organs are energy. Our, everything is energy. And really imagine your muscles and your fascia and like your bones and everything working together so magically and beautifully without you even trying. Like think of running, Have you ever been on a run and you have that moment where you're like, holy fucking shit, like my body is just naturally gliding through this road. It's just so powerful and magnetic and miraculous. And it's a beautiful time to really come back to basics and really realize like how much our bodies do for us right? We only worry about our bodies when they're broken down, right? When something's wrong or when we have a cold or that's the only time we're grateful for our bodies when they're not working properly. So I invite you to be grateful for your body today, this now moment. Maybe make a list of what you are grateful for about your body. What has it done for you? on this beautiful, magical, wild human journey with you, right? It's the only, it's your home. This is our home. And I have really realized that over the last six months, because I don't have a home as a nomad, that my body is my home. It's my temple. And also when you're out in nature, right? That's a beautiful time to kind of have everything fall away and reconnect with your body because nature is also our home. So it's this zero point frequency and we almost become more in tune to our senses and in tune to our body when we are out in nature, when we are doing something in the natural world. So it's, 
yeah, when I, I'm sure some of you are like, whoa, it's so simple. And it's something that we have mostly, most of us have taken for granted most of our lives. And it's really fun to be around little kids because they are so in their bodies, right? They're so grounded. They're so in the now moment that um, just hear what they say sometimes about their bodies. It's so adorable and so sweet. And be more childlike, right? Be more curious about your body. Ask your body what it wants to eat. You know, when you are eating, before you you eat the food, bless the food, right? Reiki the food. Send energy healing to the food. Thank the farmers who picked your food. Like really begin this connection and ask your body, like, how do you want to work out today? How do you want to move? I like to say, how do you want to move today? Right? Is it a run? Is it yoga? Is it heavy lifting? Is it a trampoline? Is it a walk? Is it a dance? Begin this relationship again and allow yourself to come back home to you and emotions may come up they probably will because emotions are stored in our bodies and we have neglected our bodies for so long that sometimes even in the beginning of this episode when you were invited to touch your body there might have been things to come up right like oh my legs are fat my thighs are fat or my arms are are I don't know soft or my belly is soft, like whatever it is, honor, honor your body, honor the emotions that come up, honor this journey with it because you literally have it for your whole life. And we don't have the capacity physically, right? Most of our life, like there's, there will come a point where we don't have control over our bodies, right? Things start to break down. I mean, we're on earth. It's a heavy, dense planet. So this is just an invitation to, yeah, come back to basics with your amazing, beautiful vessel and honor her or him like where, where they are right now. And that's a beautiful visualization too. If you are looking to be healthier and um, if you are visualizing a healthier body, whatever that means to you, not necessarily losing weight, but Start visualizing yourself as that energy, right? As that physical vessel. Start telling yourself that in the mirror, right? Get naked. Stand in the mirror naked. This is a, something I, I, an activity I ask a lot of my clients to do because you're stripped, like you're literally stripped naked, figuratively stripped naked when you are naked in front of the mirror and talk to yourself and, you know, give affirmations to yourself and like, Honor the parts of your body that you might have neglected or you might have hated, right? I used to hate my nose in high school. I used to hate looking at my profile and now I love my nose. I love my body. I love, I have such a deeper reverence for my body because of what the mechanics of, the mechanics of her. And I chose this nose, right? And then you begin empowering yourself because you're like, I chose this body. This this is my body. And it also lends itself to releasing the comparison because, and I've talked about this with girlfriends before, right? It's like no one else is meant to be our weight or look like us, right? We all have different structures. We all have different different bodies and even if two people are the same weight 
right? They're going to look different because their bodies are different. So it lends itself to releasing this jealousy, this comparison. It's like acceptance, acceptance of yourself, acceptance of where you are and where your body is. And also maybe rewriting your relationship with food and what you feed your temple, how you move your temple. It's just such such a magical, (laughs) wild journey. And it's so simple, yet it's something so overlooked. There are people that have been working out for years, right? Marathon runners, like so many people and like, they're not consciously in tune with their body. I'm not dissing anyone, but it's just an invitation to really cultivate this relationship and honor honor yourself in this way. So I'll probably talk about this more one day because I have so much to share. And I hope this resonated with you. If it did, please leave a review on Apple and you receive a complimentary card reading from me. And it helps the podcast get to more beautiful souls like us. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a five-star, you can hit five-star rating or whatever star rating. Um, They don't yet have written reviews. And then also share. Tag me on Instagram. Tag your, your stories of you listening to the podcast. I love seeing who listens. And um, yeah, tag me at Michelle the Mystic. So I love you all so much. And if this podcast also resonated with you to support my solo journey, to support my podcast, to support me as a creator and an entrepreneur, I have a buy me a coffee uh, link in the show notes, which is a really fun way to create this energy exchange. And uh, sometimes I'll tag people if I'm in different areas of the country, thanking them for supporting me because this is work. So I love you all. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next week.